Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 25. Coaching is all about feeling good and challenged. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, and now it's time to light it up. Welcome to Gift Biz Unwrapped, your source for industry-specific insights and advice to develop and grow your business. And now, here's your host, Sue Monheit. Hi there, I'm Sue, and welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Whether you own a brick-and-mortar shop, sell online, or are just getting started, you'll discover new insight to gain traction and to grow your business. I am so honored to have Debbie Quintana of QT Concepts joining us today. Debbie started her career in retail and worked her way into management almost immediately. At 19, she was the manager of a local retail store and secretary to the president of a large electronics company. She then spent 12 years as a global security professional at Cisco Systems, and after being laid off in 2010, she decided it was time to be her own boss. Today, Debbie is your classic serial entrepreneur. She owns six small businesses and loves each one equally. Debbie's deep down passion is for small business owners, and today she specializes in helping new businesses launch and existing businesses excel, while all along the way ensuring they are working as efficiently as possible. She's an active business coach helping business owners all over the world achieve their goals. Welcome to the show today, Debbie. Good morning. Thank you. Is there anything you'd like to add to that intro before we get started? Absolutely not. That's good enough. I wrapped it up, huh? Yes, you sure did. (laughs) Well, as our listeners know, we like to align the conversation around the life of a motivational candle. The light shines on you while you share your stories and experiences. So, Debbie, shall we light it up? Yes, let's do it. All right. So you are walking into a gift shop, and to the right-hand side, you encounter this big display of motivational candles. What color candle are you going to be attracted to? Absolutely lavender. Color lavender, the smell of lavender, everything's lavender. I think it brings a sense of peace and calm to me. And because I'm moving at such a fast pace all the time, that that really just kind of brings me to center. And what would be a motivational quote that's on that candle? You know, I always say this and I live by this, which is you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And I believe in that so heavily. I think it's so important to put yourself out there and see what happens. And I did that and I was pleasantly surprised at the results. So talk a little bit about that. How did you get started and how did you put yourself out there for the very first time? You know, I think for me, this is going to sound odd, but I was very disappointed in some of the things that I was seeing out in the business world. And so my gift basket business, for example, got started because my mom and I went to Costco and bought some gift baskets that just were not appropriate. So I was disappointed in that. So I said, you know, I can do that better. I started going to networking groups in the area that I was at, and I wasn't happy with the results. So I started my own networking organization. And so I get very motivated when I feel that there is more for me to gain. It really brings me to the point of, gosh, instead of just criticizing what's going on, maybe I should step up and see how I can do. And that's how I got started with all of my businesses. 
So put your money where your mouth is attitude. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to talk to you specifically today about this whole concept of business coaches. I think a lot of people who are starting out businesses or have businesses and reach kind of a pivotal point might consider a business coach, but it seems a little bit daunting, perhaps. And maybe it's just not understanding specifically what that all entails. Can you talk to us a little bit about what does a business coach mean? What does someone do who is a business coach? Sure. You know, I think that we all have a particular skill set that, you know, we may be really good at one thing and not so good at another. And we're not all born understanding how to run a business from start to finish and how to handle all of those different departments within a business. And so I think that when people are starting out or maybe not even starting out, just going down the line and having a business in your fifth or 10th or 25th year, it doesn't mean that you automatically know everything that you need to know to successfully run your business. And so a lot of people go down this path of being a business owner, and they make a lot of mistakes along the way. And they're learning lessons, some expensive, some not. And eventually, five, 10 years down the road, they get to start achieving some of the goals that they want to achieve. A business coach can help you achieve your goals quicker. They can help guide you to not make some of those mistakes and to consider different ways and angles of looking at your business that you don't even know exists. I hired a business coach because I felt I was a little bit stuck. And once I met my coach and started working with him, his viewpoint and vantage point of me personally and my business was something I I had no clue about. I didn't look at myself or my businesses the way that he did. And he's very successful. And so he was really able to guide me and say, have you thought about this? And that sounds like a good idea, but let's look at it a little bit differently because I have experience in that area. Yeah, someone with an outside view looking in who has your best interests at heart, that information is so valuable because you're right, we get kind of narrow focused on exactly what we're doing. Absolutely. And we don't know what we don't know. So for a business owner to start a business and think that, okay, I have everything that I need is just a huge misconception. And I made a lot of mistakes at the very beginning because I didn't have a coach. And I really want to prevent that from happening in the future for other people. You know, I think a lot of our listeners, because we tend to be centered around the gifting industry, a lot of us are crafters or we've created a product. And so our skill and our expertise is in making the cookies or creating the jewelry or making beautiful floral arrangements or gift baskets. And that was what drove us to start a business. It's not necessarily that you have the business background. What I'm hearing you saying, Debbie, is layering in that coaching in terms of business expertise that then is compatible with the skill of a quality product that a business owner has could, number one, help eliminate a lot of time and money in terms of possibly doing something the slower way. I won't say the wrong way, but the slower way in terms of building your business and gaining success. And then also having just a different perspective on the business overall. 
Absolutely. We can do all of the education in the world and still start a business and not really know how to guide and direct the business end of things. I think for me, being able to experience what I've experienced with my businesses has really not only helped me in terms of not making my own mistakes, but of course, helping other people do the same thing. Now, you mentioned earlier you were talking about people who are 5, 10, 20 years potentially in a business. Is a business coach a viable solution for someone who's just starting out? Oh, absolutely. I think it's more important than anything. I think that it's very fun to start a business. You get pumped up. You get excited. You've got all these great ideas. There's all these wonderful things that come up. But we don't necessarily take a look at the things that are going to help run the business. How are you going to handle operations? How are you going to handle your bookkeeping? How are you going to handle marketing? And so oftentimes, a lot of my clients come to me and say, I provide this amazing service or I make this amazing product, but it's not selling. I don't know how to get it out there. And the first thing I look for is their marketing plan and there isn't one. So I think we get excited about the product or the service that we provide, but we don't look at it from a holistic standpoint of how are we really going to get that product or service out there to where we can start making money. Very good point. And of course, that's why you start a business in the first place is to make money. Yes. So for people who are listening right now, what are some signs or triggers that would suggest that they possibly could use a business coach? The number one mistake that I see people make is they throw together, well, they do one of two things. They either throw together a quick down and dirty website for that they just create themselves or they go and they pay thousands of dollars to have a website created, but there's no traffic and no business. And they think that just because they've put a website out there that people are going to find it. And so if you are paying attention to your metrics and you're not getting anybody coming to your site or they're coming to your site and they're not purchasing, that right there is a huge trigger to say something's wrong. Yeah, whether it's a website or a shop. Yes, absolutely. If you're not getting any traffic, absolutely. For me, it is all about the traffic. It's it's all about, can you set your business up in a manner that is going to get you the traffic that you need? And once you do get that traffic, they actually come in and purchase. That would be the major trigger of why you should consider a business coach. Is there anything else you would say? Well, I think for your own personal planning and support and motivation, a business coach can provide all of those things. A business coach, a good one, can really identify your strengths and weaknesses and really help you work the heck out of your strengths and then also guide you and train you on your weaknesses. I have clients that come to me and say, I know I need to be on Facebook. I have no idea what it is. I need to be trained. Can you do that for me? And then I have clients who come to me and say, I just paid this person to do this entire website, but I don't know how to use it. I want to do it myself moving forward. Can you train me to do that? So we run the gamut of motivational, of business support, of training, whatever you need. Typical coaches can provide that. Okay, so let's say someone is listening and they say, all right, this sounds like something I should check into. What is the progression of how do you find the right person? What are the costs? Walk us through what the different steps are if someone was to get started from scratch, never having been with a coach at all. Sure. So I think first things first is to really identify and be ready to answer this question because every coach is going to ask this. Where are you right now 
and where do you want to be? And have that ready because that will help whoever you speak to decipher whether or not they can help you. So that would be one thing. The second thing would be to, there are lots of resources and a lot of different coaches out there, but I would sit down and say, I really feel that I need a coach that has this level of experience and really kind of put together your own level of skill set that you're looking for in a coach and then start asking around, get a referral. Facebook's got a great, great way of connecting us with coaches that have similar interests and likes as we do. And then If you can't find a coach, then you sit down and you talk to them and really start to feel whether or not they're the right coach for you. And that's just a feeling that you're going to get. It's that conversation that you have. Most coaches will do a half hour. I do a half hour free consultation where I just want to talk. I just want to get to know you. I want to understand where you are, where you're going, what you've done, what you haven't done, what you're looking for, and make sure that I feel that I can help you. And then the last thing is qualify your coach. It's like going to a financial planner that doesn't have any money. You want to make sure that your coach is successful, that they're not just a coach that went to a fancy coaching school that got their certification, but they really are successful and they have a legacy of running their own businesses. To me, that's pivotal. That's key. So they've actually done what they're teaching. Yeah, they've walked their talk. They've experienced it. They're able to relate stories of their own experiences with what you're getting ready to go through. That right there is really, really critical. Do you feel it's important to have someone that you can meet with face-to-face or what about a virtual coach? I think virtual coaches are good, but you have to have the face-to-face engagement. I typically try not to just coach on the phone. I do, but I try really hard to use Skype. For me, I like to see their face. I like to see their breathing patterns. I like to see how they react when I try to take them out of their comfort zone. I think those things are very important. Okay, so it can still be somebody who's not in your immediate area because you can connect via Skype. Absolutely. So you go through the initial 30 minutes, and I'm sure, Debbie, that you also want to judge whether you are going to want to work with somebody as well, because it has to be a two-way street. You, of course, want people to listen and be able to work comfortably with your suggestions. So it's got to be an agreement both ways. Absolutely. I mean, I have had conversations where I start asking questions, and I've You know, I'll never forget this one interview I had with somebody. She knew everything. I mean, it was one of these conversations where I started asking questions and she had an excuse for everything. And, I, you know, you feel like saying, well, why are you calling me? You have this figured out already. Why are you calling me? And so I'm very careful of what type of clients I take on. I think it's very important that if you're going to hire a coach, you have to be open. You have to be ready to come out of your comfort zone a little bit. And you have to be absolutely 110% honest as to what you're doing and what's working and what isn't working. You bring up a good point because honesty, if you're going to hire a business coach, you have to be honest or you're wasting your money. Yes. I I mean, I'm not going to judge. I don't judge people. I want you to call me and tell me what it is you've tried and what's not working and be frustrated and be upset and cry and kick and scream. Whatever you need to do from an emotional standpoint, I'll support it because I think that it is hard. It's not easy to be a business owner. We know that. We've been through this. It's not easy. And so you have to be vulnerable. You have to be open and honest. You can't call and and have a conversation with a coach and say, oh, my business is doing great. I want to take it to the next level when it's not. And to the client that you were interviewing that you were just talking about, if they're not willing to at least listen, be open and maybe there's a little bit of kickback, right? But be open to 
going back and forth about a potential plan and then but then still committing to it even if it's over and outside of your comfort zone. Absolutely. And that's part of the issue. A lot of people don't want to move out of their comfort zone, which gets them stuck, but they don't realize it. There's a saying that goes around that says the magic happens when you go outside your comfort zone. Absolutely. So. 100% agree. All right. 30-minute conversation. You both agree that it looks like it's going to work and you want to work together. What happens from there? So we have the conversation of budget. How much money are you willing to put into this? Here's my typical recommendation and here's how much it's going to cost. And I typically issue an estimate. So I made the decision when I started my coaching business that I was going to be highly affordable, that I felt that I wanted to be helping more people instead of putting people in a position where they couldn't use me for a long time. So I actually cut my rate by 50%. When I first started, I billed out at 150. I bill out at 75 an hour now. And I did that on purpose because people need to be able to afford a coach. And that's the number one reason why people don't hire a coach. They're too afraid of the cost. They're afraid they can't handle the initial cost and they are afraid that they can't handle the cost long term coaching is not a short-term solution. It's a long-term solution. It's a process. So what typically happens is I'll talk to them about budget. I want to make sure that they can afford me. I want to make sure that they can afford me for a long time. So if they are on a really, really tight budget, then I'll say, look, let's meet every two weeks, but just for 30 minutes instead of an hour. That way you can afford to see me every two weeks. As time moves on and your business gets better, we'll be able to have more time together. But for now, let's just do it this way. And then the other thing that I do is I go and I look at the business. I ask for passwords and logins and all sorts of foundational data so that I can see what's going on from a business standpoint. And then we start coaching and I issue homework and I have homework and we just start going down the line, checking off boxes of things that we need to investigate and things that we need to do. Okay. And kind of as an aside for my curiosity only, since you're doing this particular business, the coaching side of QT Enterprises, there's only a certain number of hours in a day. Do you ever fill up where you can't accept any more clients? Yeah. So the best thing about starting and owning your own business is that you can set your own schedule. So my coaching schedule is three days a week from seven o'clock in the morning till four o'clock in the afternoon. And as many clients as I can book during those times, I book. And then after that, I just have a wait list. Got it. Okay, so that was I took a little detour there. Sorry, we're back okay. on the we're back on the road again now. <laughs> sure. Okay, so what should people feel in terms of results? How do they know if things are working well with their coach and they're moving the ball forward for their business growth? I think there's two different ways. One of them is is more emotional than anything else. It's how you feel. It's that you feel that you're doing the right things. That you feel that. that that ball is moving, you know, you're starting to gain more confidence, you're learning more. It's that emotional piece of the business. So confidence that you've got everything in control. And then what about the sales ticker? Well, so that's another thing is one of the things that we look for are metrics. You know, how many website hits are you getting? How many people are going to your Facebook page? How many sales are you getting? Is your phone ringing? Is your email happening? All of those metrics kind of put together a really good story. And we expect that's going to happen. So do you set some targets in advance? Like after you've talked and you've done the cost and someone's onboarded with you, do you set specific targets? 
Yeah. So I'll, what I'll do is I'll kind of take a look at this and go, for example, we just started a Facebook page, brand spanking new. There's not a single like on it at all. I'll sit back and I'll go, okay, look, we need to get this up to 100 likes within a week. And here's what I'm going to do. And here's what you're going to do. And, and in a week, you and I need to take a look at that and see if we did it. And then in six months, this is where we need to be. And then conversion and really come up with just a plan related specifically to Facebook. And you do the same thing then for sales or Twitter or whatever the goals are. Yeah. And then some of the goals come down to one of the goals could be you're really uncomfortable speaking in public. So we're going to work on that. And in three months, you're going to be ready to get up in front of your networking group and give your 10 minute spiel. And so you either did it or you didn't. And you either got good feedback or you got bad feedback. And so, you know, we'll work on those types of things along the way in terms of getting you out of your comfort zone so that you can do some of the things that you need to do for your business. Got it. Okay, so this next question I know would never happen with you, Debbie, but just for other people, what are the signs that a coach is not working for you? And how do you make those steps to disconnect? Yeah, so this can happen. I mean, and to be honest, it has happened to me. I mean, I've gotten to the point with a couple of clients where I'm just not the right coach for you and for a variety of reasons. One reason could be that there are deeper emotional issues that are happening, uh, maybe a lack of support from your family, maybe some type of some type of an issue of some sort that where you really need to go see a therapist. I dabble in that. I'm, I'm licensed to. But if you're having deeper emotional issues and anxieties and things like that, then going and seeing somebody else might be a better idea. And that's happened where I can't really move you in this direction because your anxiety level is so high. So that's one area. In that case, Debbie, you may just be putting them on pause. Absolutely. But I will identify a point where, you know what, I cannot help you anymore right now. Right. This is not the right time for us to work together. I'm going to refer you out to this person. Will you go see him or her and then report back to me and let me know how things are going? Oftentimes, we'll get connected with a therapist and we'll have a conversation so I can share what I'm seeing and off they go. And then, yes, absolutely, they come back. So that's from my vantage point. From a client's vantage point, if you're working with a coach that you don't feel is truly listening to you and you feel like they're just kind of following their program, you're going to get that feeling in your chest and in your soul. You're going to feel that. You're not going to look forward to your coaching sessions. You're going to be questioning whether or not the money that you're spending is right. Coaching is all about feeling good and challenged. And so if you're getting ready to have your coaching session and you're cringing and you really don't want to do it, that's a good sign that this is not the right coach for you. Okay, final question here on coaching. What would be the duration of having a coach or should someone always have a coach? I believe coaching is long term. And I think that if you can find the right coach and stick with them, you will continue to see great growth because they know you so well. So for me, I really have to get to know my clients thoroughly. I have to understand their fears. I have to understand what their comfort zone is. I have to understand their personal situation. There's a holistic approach that I take from a coaching perspective. And so the longer of a relationship that I have with that person, the better I'm going to be and the better that they're going to be. I believe strongly that you should always have a coach. I still have mine. I've had him for over 10 years. And that relationship has benefited me more than I could ever even express. Great information. 
Thank you, Debbie. I really appreciate that. And it gives us a lot of insight into exactly what coaching looks like on both sides of the spectrum, you know, from your perspective as well as your clients. We're going to move on now to the reflection section. This is a look at you and what's helped you with your success along the way. So Debbie, what natural trait do you have that you think has helped you to succeed? I'm fearless. I don't get too scared about anything. I always sit back and say, what's the worst that can happen? And if I can answer that question and the answer is that I start over again or I try a different approach, then I'll go for it. But I'm pretty fearless. I don't let much intimidate me. You know, it's very interesting because this is now when you, when this interview goes live, you're going to be the 25th interview that I've done. And this whole concept of fear comes up all the time. I think it's just a general, you know, if you're going into business for yourself, there's a level of fear before you even open the doors. And there's an extent to which everyone can surpass it because they've gone live, if you will, whether it's an online site, a retail shop that's opened, etc. But continuing to be able to be fearless and having that as a trait for yourself, I would say just catapults you further along. And the other people who aren't comfortable with fear have to just be comfortable with not being comfortable because you're going to have fear all the time. Absolutely. I mean, there's a difference between being fearless and nervous. I mean, I get nervous every time I do something. That's just a natural trait. But I always sit back and reflect on what's the worst that can happen and what's the best that can happen? What am I really going after here? And if I do this, how could the result come? And then I I push and see what happens. And I don't always succeed. I've failed millions of times. But at the end of the day, if you don't give it a shot, then where are you going to be? Exactly. What tool do you use regularly to keep productive or to create balance in your life? There's two different things that I do. One of them is a tool called Zoho. It's a project management database and everything that I do goes in there. And one of my staff manages that. You can imagine having six companies, the number of tasks that have to get done on a daily basis, not to mention all of the services that we provide through my company, through QT. So all of that gets centralized and I have a dashboard that I can go to. I go there four or five times a day to see what's going on. So operationally, that's one tool. The second thing is my schedule and making sure that my schedule is balanced, that I have a good amount of time that's just my time, that's reflection time, that's whatever I want to do. It's not scheduled. It's just whatever I decide that I want to do at that time is what I do, whether I go to the spa or if I want to work, whatever. It doesn't matter. That helps me with the balance part of it. And the Zoho database helps me really stay and keep everything in perspective in terms of what has to get done. If not, I end up doing whatever is at top of mind for me as opposed to the things that absolutely need to get done in that given day. So you're actually specifically scheduling time on the personal end right within your schedule and keeping those kind of sacred, that time sacred. Absolutely. Mondays and Fridays, I have completely open schedules to do whatever I want. All right. So all of a sudden, right after we get off our interview... A client calls and they have reached disaster with something in their business. And for whatever reason, they have to talk to you on Friday. What do you do? 
my clients come first. I mean, they know they can text me at 11 o'clock at night. And if they're having some type of a major issue, I, I call. I'll, I'll fill in that spot. It won't be long. It'll be maybe be a 15 minute or 20 minute deal. But I take it. I need them to depend on me. They have to know that if they're having some type of an issue that they can depend on me. And I'll tell you, at first, I wasn't like that. At first, it was like, you know what? I don't take calls on Fridays. I can't help you. And then I got to the point where I was like, how would I feel if that happened to me? And I really need you right now. And you're not available. So I do make myself available. I'm liking that answer because you're still getting your personal time, Mm -hmm. but you are going to be there for your customers, which shows the loyalty and commitment you have to the business. Absolutely. I mean, they have my cell number. They text me. They'll ask. You know, our typical process is that they send me a text and say, are you available for 10 minutes? I'm having an issue. I really need to talk to you. And I'll say, I will call you in 20 minutes because I'm sitting at dinner with my family. Or yes, please call me right now. They know and they know that they can do it and they use it. They exercise that. And Gift Biz listeners, think about that also with your customers. How do they feel if they can't reach you or they need help? And it's something that can be very quick that you can do. And I think everybody recognizes and respects personal time. But you also, especially as a business owner, have to be able to work with your customers if there's an emergency or a really significant issue. Debbie, let's move on. And I'm really curious for the answer to this question. What book have you read lately that you think our listeners could find value in? Gosh, it's so funny that you say that because I hardly ever read. Uh, There is a book by Gary Vaynerchuk. Actually, he has several books that I absolutely adore. And one of them is called Crush It. He wrote it several years ago, and I've probably read it four times. But there's a book called Crush It. And again, his name is Gary Vaynerchuk. He's Gary V. Gary V. He's a straight shooter, tells you how it is, no fluff and stuff. He just fires me up. Every time I read something he does or watch his videos, the guy just really, really fires me up. So I definitely recommend that book. I love that book too. Perfect. I'm so glad that that was your book. And Gift Biz listeners, just as you're listening to the podcast today, you can also listen to audiobooks with ease. I've teamed up with Audible for you to be able to get an audiobook just like Gary V's Crush It that Debbie's recommending, and you can get it for free. All you need to do is go to giftbizbook.com and make a selection. Okay, Debbie, I would like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. This is your dream or your goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What is inside? A beach house. Ooh, where is this beach house and when (laughs) do I get to come? (laughs) It's got to be a beach house in Santa Barbara. It has to be this ultimate dream would be to go back where I grew up. I grew up in Santa Barbara as a little girl and loved it there, have great memories from there. And, you know, the beach is a place that provides me with peace and just absolute pure clarity. So yeah, in that box would definitely be a beach house for sure. I could see you there so easily. Yes, that's me. Yay. (laughs) And how can our listeners get in touch with you? Two ways. My personal email is Debbie at DebbieQuintana.com. And my website is www.qtconcepts.com. As our listeners know, you can go over to the show notes page and all the information on Debbie's contacts will be there. Facebook pages, websites, anything else will also be there so that you can get in touch with her. 
Debbie, thank you so much for the valuable gift of sharing all of this great information about coaching, your insights on how you run your business, how others should get out of their comfort zone, all of these really important things to help us gain traction. Thank you so much for joining me today and may your candle always burn bright. Thanks, Sue, so much. I appreciate it. Learn how to work smarter while developing and growing your business. Download our guide called 25 Free Tools to Enhance Your Business and Life. It's our gift to you and available at giftbizunwrap.com slash tools. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us for the next episode. Would you like to be on the show? Or do you know someone who can provide valuable insight from their experiences? If so, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is submit a form for consideration. You can access the form at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash guest. That's giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash G-U-E-S-T. Today's show is sponsored by the Ribbon Print Company. Looking for a new income source for your gift business? Customization is more popular now than ever. Brand your products with your logo or print a happy birthday Jessica ribbon to add to a gift right at checkout. It's all done right in your shop or craft studio in seconds. Check out the ribbonprintcompany.com for more information. 